0: Hello, this is David Nakao Wilcoxon. This audio is from a Revelation Timeline Decoded YouTube video series that I made in 2021. The videos were very low-tech, mostly me reading what's on the screen, so you're not missing much in the audio version. The Revelation Layers Chart and Summary PDFs that I refer to in the videos can be found at www.revelationtimelinedecoded.com. Enjoy the lesson. Hello Set Apart Saints, this is David, and in this video, I'm going to continue with the discussion about Revelation 17, in which the harlot is called Mystery Babylon the Great. If you haven't done so, I recommend watching the previous videos in this Revelation series so that the explanation is in context. If you want more information about the fulfillment of Revelation, the Revelation Timeline Dakota book provides it in detail, and I've included the link in the video description. Revelation 17 is the key to understanding the fulfillment of the apocalyptic vision. People proclaim that Mystery Babylon the Great is the USA, New York City in particular, Jerusalem, and other explanations, but you'll see that the detailed description can only describe the apostate church of the Antichrist beast, pope, the Roman Catholic Church. And if you're Catholic, I don't proclaim these things out of hate for the Pope or Catholics. I proclaim it out of love to help you see scriptural truth so that you're in a covenant relationship through the Son alone, not through a priest or the Pope or through Mary. In the description of the video, I've included links to one-page summaries of how the Popes of Rome and the Roman Catholic Church fulfill Bible prophecy. And you're welcome to share those PDFs, um, save them to your computer, share them, print them out. Um, Messiah commands that we all come out of the teachings of the Babylonian Harlot Church and follow the ancient path of scriptural truth. That includes Protestants, Catholics, Orthodox, everybody. So let's pick up the narrative of Revelation 17 so that you can see that it's all pointing to the Roman beast kingdom, the Pope, and the Roman Catholic Church. Revelation 17:6 says, And I saw the woman drunken with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the martyrs of Jesus. And when I saw her, I wondered with great admiration. And this is the same narrative of the little horn of Daniel 7.25, which is fulfilled by the popes. says, And he shall speak great words against the Most High, and shall wear out the saints of the Most High, and think to change the times and laws, and they shall be given into his hand until a time and times and a dividing of time. It's the same narrative as the Antichrist peace popes of Revelation 13. says, And there was given unto him a mouth speaking great things and blasphemies, and power was given unto him to continue forty and two months. And it was given unto him to make war with the saints and to overcome them. And power was given him over kindreds and tongues and nations. And we don't have to look far to find an apostate Christian church that has historically shed the saints' blood. For any person who reads history knows that the Roman Catholic Church persecuted the saints during the Dark Ages and the Inquisition. Historians estimate that the Roman Catholic Church used its priests and Catholics to kill over 50 million saints who dared to own a Bible which the church forbid, or proclaim the gospel of Messiah. Revelation 17, 7 says, And the angel said unto me, Wherefore didst thou marvel? I will tell thee the mystery of the woman, and of the beast that carried her, which had the seven heads and ten horns. John was stunned that a proclaimed church of Messiah is led by its arch enemy, the Antichrist Beast, who teaches the false gospel to mislead billions of people and uses its people to persecute Messiah's true saints. Because John marveled so much and couldn't comprehend it all, He was given more explanation to show him how the Antichrist beast pope and their harlot church rose to power over the Roman beast kingdom. Revelation 17.8 says, The beast that thou sawest was and is not, and shall ascend out of the bottomless pit and go into perdition. And they that dwell on the earth shall wonder, whose names were not written in the book of life from the foundation of the world, when they behold the beast that was and is not and yet is. So Daniel's first beast, and you can reference my video on the beast of Daniel, Daniel's first beast was Babylon, out of which came Satan's pagan Babylonian mystery religion, which exalted Satan and stole praise from the Heavenly Father. In John's day, when he wrote down the vision of Revelation, the Babylon priesthood was not. Then, out of the bottomless pit of Satan's lies, came the priest of the Harlot Church of Rome, the Pope of Rome, who carries out the Babylonian mystery religion just like Nimrod did. He will be captured and cast into perdition, into destruction, into a lake of fire burning with brimstone. Revelation 17, nine says, and here's the mind which has wisdom. The seven heads are seven mountains on which the woman sitteth." So we're looking for a city that is home to an apostate, idolatrous church. Some people point to Jerusalem as having seven hills, but Jerusalem does not fit the description given throughout Revelation 17. Some people say that Rome's seven hills are mountains, but Strong's Greek word, oros, means a mountain or a hill. So it's pointing to a hill or a mountain. People say that Vatican Hill is across the river from the seven hills, so it's not part of the seven hills. But the official seat of the Pope is at the Archbasilica of St. John Lateran on Calian Hill, one of the seven hills of Rome. It's the oldest church. It was a palace that was taken over by Constantine. He gave that palace to the popes, and they put their throne in it. It's been their seat ever since, so they absolutely fulfill that they are part of the seven hills here's the coin made of emperor vespasian who reigned from 69 to 79 a.d on it we see a woman sitting on seven hills of rome doesn't get any clearer john is pointing to rome they might have even seen these coins seven hills is a well-known feature of the city of rome early church father victorinus who suffered martyrdom in 303 under diocletian wrote the earliest commentary on the apocalypse And in it, he says, the seven heads are the seven hills on which the woman sits. That is the city of Rome. The Catholic Encyclopedia states, it is within the city of Rome, called the city of seven hills, that the entire area of Vatican states proper is now confined. Revelation 17.10 says, and there are seven kings, five are fallen, and one is, and the other is not yet come. And when he cometh, he must continue a short space people try to apply this verse to the current day saying that it's about the modern day popes or presidents or whatever but revelation is from john's perspective that's why in revelation 119 messiah gave us that he said write the things which thou hast seen past and the things which are present and the things which shall be hereafter future so everything's from john's perspective the angel shows john how the antichrist beast popes and his harlot church rose the power out of the fallen roman empire The seven kings are pointing to seven forms of government of the Roman beast kingdom. We see this in Revelation 12, 3, where the seven heads are crowned, telling us that the Roman beast kingdom is in power. So it says, and there appeared another wonder in heaven, and behold, the great red dragon, having seven heads and ten horns, and the seven crowns upon his heads. So you'll see this in another video where the crowns are. So right now it's on the seven heads, pointing to... The pagan roman empire when it moves to the ten horns that means it's on the ten kingdoms of the fallen roman empire of which the antichrist beast popes control roman historians document the seven forms of government of the roman empire at the time that john wrote revelation five forms of the roman kingdom had come and gone kings consuls dictators decimbers and military tribunes the sixth form of the roman government was the imperial head commencing with octavian better known as augustus caesar or the emperors this form of government existed in john's day and was in power until the last western emperor was removed in 476 during the fourth trumpet judgment during the short space from 476 until the eighth king would arrive the seventh form of government of the roman beast was the dukedom of rome renowned historian edward gibbons tells us that Italy was divided unequally between the kingdom of the Lombards and the exarchate of Ravenna. John was being told that the 8th king, the Antichrist peace popes, would rise to power after seven forms of government of the Roman Empire had passed. Eastern Emperor Justinian empowered the popes of Rome in 538, so the short space after the last Western Roman emperor was removed in 476 existed from 476 to 538. Daniel gave the same message in Daniel 7 when he said that the little horn would rise the power out of the ten kingdoms of the fallen Roman Empire. This is the same message that Paul gave in 2 Thessalonians 2 when he said that the son of perdition would rise the power when the restrainer, the western Roman emperor, was removed. And we see it in the CB's narrative of Revelation 13.1, and I stood upon the sand of the sea and saw a beast rise up out of the sea, out of the sea of people. Having seven heads and ten horns, and upon his horns ten crowns, and upon his heads the name of blasphemy. So the crowns are now off the seven heads, off of the pagan Roman Empire, and on the ten horns of the ten kingdoms of the fallen Roman Empire, who gave their authority to the Antichrist beast popes. Remember, Paul and John had to hide their messes, as they couldn't write that the Roman Empire would be destroyed as that would have invited more persecution from rome revelation seventeen eleven says and the beast that was and is not even he is the eighth and is of the seven and goeth into perdition so i believe that the beast that was refers to the babylonian beast kingdom in which nimrod acted as a leader of church and state to war against the heavenly father and still praise from him that beast kingdom is not alive when john wrote the revelation The Babylonian beast kingdom has come back to life with the 8th king, the popes of Rome, who proclaim the title of Pontifex Maximus, the leader of church and state. His role is to make war against the Heavenly Father, to steal praise from him. And in the future, the Antichrist beast pope will lead the one world government, which Nimrod sought to build. The popes are the high priests of the false religion of Romanism, who symbolically carry out the Babylonian mystery religion of the worship of the sun god, Nimrod, the moon goddess Semiramis, and the incarnate Christ child, Thomas. Martin Luther said nothing else than the kingdom of Babylon and of very Antichrist. For who is the man of sin and the son of perdition? But he who is by his teaching and his ordinances, increasing the sin and perdition of souls in the church, while he yet sits in the church as if he were God. All these conditions have now for many ages been fulfilled by the papal tyranny. These early church saints proclaimed that Rome is Babylon, Tertullian, in the second century. Babylon is a figure of the city Rome as being equally great and proud of her sway and triumphant over the saints. Eusebius said that Peter's first epistle was composed at Rome itself and that he himself indicates this by referring to that city figuratively as Babylon. Roman Catholic theologians have admitted that Rome is Babylon. A top apologist for the Roman Catholic Church, Carl Keating, emphatically states Babylon is a code word for Rome. It is used that way six times in the last book of the Bible. Revered Cardinal Gibbons, an American prelate of the Catholic Church and Archbishop of Baltimore said, the penetration of the religion of Babylon became so general and well-known that Rome was called the new Babylon. Roman Catholic Saint Augustine of Hippo in his book said, Rome, the second Babylon, and the daughter of the first, to which it pleased God to subject the whole world and bring it all under the sovereignty, was not founded. Society of Jesus educator Sylvester Hunter said, There is no room for doubt that by the Babylon of the apocalypse is meant the city of Rome. And down to the time of the Reformation, it was the unanimous judgment of all writers that the Babylon of St. Peter's epistle is the same Rome. Roman Cardinal Baronius said, By Babylon is to be understood Rome. Rome is signified by Babylon. It is confessed of all. Cardinal Bellarmine, an Italian Jesuit, and one of the most important figures in the Counter-Reformation, said John, in the Apocalypse, calls Rome Babylon. Matthew Poole's commentary on the Holy Bible from the 17th century says, Most judicious interpreters by the Greek city here understand Rome, which is seven or eight times so-called in the book of Revelation nor is any other city but that so-called. In notes of the Handbook of Revelation in the 19th century, Albert Barnes says Babylon the Great, Papal Rome, the nominal head of the Christian world, as Babylon has been of the heathen world. Charles Haddon Spurgeon said, May the Spirit of God take away the veil from our eyes while we read what was revealed to the beloved Apostle John. Here we have the prophecy of the destruction of the great anti-Christian system of Babylon, which being interpreted is and can be none other than the apostate Church of Rome. We have no difficulty in knowing what city this great Babylon refers, for the Church of Rome, in the plenitude of its wisdom, has taken the title to itself in attempting to proclaim that peter was the first bishop of rome therefore rome is babylon besides the whole of the 18th chapter gives such a description as can only apply to her and she must and shall come to her an end john gill said in the 18th century babylon the great that is the great city by which the name the church of rome may well be called because of the signification of it confusion its doctrine and worship being a confusion mixture of paganism Judaism, and Christianity, and because of the pride and haughtiness of it, its tyranny and cruelty, and its sorceries and idolatry. In History Unveiling Prophecy, Henry Grattan Guinness said that character and history of the Church of Rome, her proud position, as seated on the seven hills of the imperial city and reigning over the kings and the peoples of the earth her gorgeous self-adornment, her fabulous wealth and luxury, her her adulterous association with kings and princes of the Roman Empire, her multiplied idolatries and cruel persecutions of the saints, and her judgment as finally hated and cast off, stripped and torn by the 10 horned wild beast's power which had previously carried her and done her bidding. All this has been recognized as marvelously portrayed apocalyptic vision of the harlot Babylon the Great, drunken with the blood of the saints and the martyrs of Jesus. John is being told that the eighth king, the Pope of Rome, would rise to power out of the fallen Roman Empire. The Pope's fulfilled Bible prophecy is the son of perdition, and will be captured by Messiah and thrown into the fiery pit of perdition. Though the prophecy is pointing to the Antichrist Beast Pope rising to civil power after seven forms of government of the Roman Empire, there's an interesting secondary ecclesiastic fulfillment. In three hundred thirteen, Constantine gave the Lateran palace. the bishop of rome the palace was the pope's principal residence from the fourth century and continued for about a thousand years the palace is adjacent to the archbasilica of saint john lateran the cathedral church of the pope the saint john lateran palace and basilica of saint john are located on the side of the tiber river that has seven hills interestingly the pope's ecclesiastical residence moved temporarily from rome to france because of political conditions in the 14th century and when they moved back to italy vatican hill became the pope's ecclesiastic headquarters it was the location of the roman temple to the great mother goddess cybelle which houses secret tunnels underneath where the vatican is located where the secret worship ceremonies of Cybele, including child sacrifice occurred i suspect that these sacrifice ceremonies still take place under the vatican as the leaders serve satan and it's rumored that an image of the dragon is in the catacombs of the temple of Cybele. as you can see in this image the vatican hill is located across the tiber from the traditional seven hills thus the eighth is of the seven it's kind of interesting i mean it's really pointing to the eighth king the pope of rome rising up out of the seven forms of government of the roman empire but we have a visual where the eighth hill, Vatican Hill, is where the Pope carries out his ecclesiastic authority, and it came out of the seven where he used to live. Revelation seventeen twelve says, And the ten horns which thou saw are ten kings which have received no kingdom as yet, but receive power as kings one hour at the beast. This lines up with the little horn of Daniel seven twenty five narrative that the ten kings would bow down their authority to the popes of Rome. Revelation 17, 13 says, They have one mind and shall give their power and strength unto the beast. In Key to the Apocalypse, Henry Grattan Guinness says, The sixth head of the wild beast power which carried the harlot is stated to have been in existence at the time when the apocalypse was written. Of the seven heads of the wild beast, the angel says, Five are fallen, one is, the other is yet to come. The seven heads are interpreted to be ruling powers, five of which were past, the sixth in existence, the seventh in the future. Hence, the wild beast under its sixth head represented the Roman Empire as governed by the then-existing Roman emperors, and consequently, the harlot city born by the beast must have represented Rome itself. The European kingdoms, which arose at the dissolution of the Roman Empire, did surrender themselves to the dominion of the Church of Rome. Italy, Switzerland, Germany, Poland, Hungary, France, Belgium, Spain, Portugal, and even England for many centuries were subject to the papacy such are her claims declared at the coronation of every pontiff know thyself the father of the kings and princes ruler of the world these are the words with which he is addressed when the tiara is placed on his brow revelation seventeen fourteen says and they shall make war with the lamb and the lamb shall overcome them for he is lord of lords and king of kings and they that are with him are called and chosen and faithful. So making war with the Lamb means they attack his followers. These ten kingdoms acted as the Antichrist beast Pope's military power. They were used to systematically persecute the saints, seeking to eliminate the witness against the popes. Countries such as France and Spain obeyed the popes and followed his orders to persecute the saints. Revelation 13:7 says about the popes of Rome, and it was given unto him to make war with the saints and to overcome them, and that power was given over all kindred, tongs and nations. So it's tying into the same vision. Revelation seventeen fifteen says, and he said unto me, The waters which thou saw where the horse sits are peoples and multitudes and nations and tongues. Such was certainly the position of Rome. The nations of the world were then, for centuries after, subject to her sway. The popes of Rome rose the power over the sea of people in the ten kingdoms of the fallen Roman Empire. His church calls herself the Holy See as she proclaims to have authority over the people of the world. Revelation seventeen sixteen to seventeen says, And the ten horns which thou saw upon the beast, These shall hate the whore, and shall make her desolate and naked, and shall eat her flesh and burn her with fire. For God had put in their hearts to fulfill his will, and to agree, and give their kingdom unto the beast, until the words of God shall be fulfilled. So the popes have historically ruled over ten kingdoms, ten countries, that occupy the area controlled by the Roman Empire. It's interesting that these countries are being filled with Muslims, who, when they gain a majority, may be used to fulfill this prophecy, which is yet future. Revelation 17:18 says, And the woman which thou saw is that great city which reigns over the king of the earth. John is being told that the harlot church would be based out of the great city that reigns over the earth at his time, which is Rome. The popes then reigned in power as the leader of the sea beast phase of the Roman beast kingdom for 1,260 years from 538 to 1798, and they still have worldwide civil and ecclesiastic influence. Here's a coin featuring Pope St. John XXIII. It was made in 1961, and it has the words, Cita del Vaticano, City of the Vatican, City of Prophecy, and on her you see a woman. Again, with the cross as she's uh, pretending to be a, a Christian church. She's tr- pretending to be the church of Messiah with the golden cup of abominations in her hand. The word Vaticanus refers to Vatican Hill. The etymologist can point to an old woman. Putting them together, we see that Sita del Vaticano is pointing to the city of an old woman of prophecy. Isn't that interesting? Waldensian Renarius Sacco asserted that the Roman church is not the church of Jesus Christ, but a church of malignants and that it apostatized under Pope Sylvester, and that the Church of Rome is the harlot in the apocalypse. In the 14th century, Michael of Cesena declared the Church of Rome to be the Whore of Babylon. So he came out of, Fra- of a Franciscan order of the Catholic Church. He declared the Pope to be the Antichrist, and the Church of Rome to be the Whore of Babylon, drunk with the blood of the saints. In his farewell letter before being burned to death by the order of the Pope, Nicholas Ridley said, The See of Rome is the seat of Satan, and the bishop of the same." that maintaineth the abominations thereof is Antichrist himself indeed. As for the same causes, the sea at the same day is the same which St. John calls in his revelation Babylon, or the whore of Babylon, or spiritually, Sodom and Egypt, the mother of fornications and abominations on the earth. What city is there in the whole world that, when John wrote, ruled over the kings of the earth? And what city can be read of in any time that of the city itself challenged the empire over the kings of the earth, but only the city of Rome, and that since the usurpation of that sea has grown to her full strength. Commenting on the Roman Catholic Church in his history of redemption, Jonathan Edwards said, So that Antichrist has proved the greatest and most cruel enemy of the Church of Christ ever had agreeable to the description given of the church of rome and i saw the woman drunken with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the martyrs thus did the devil and his great minister antichrist rage with violence and cruelty against the church of christ and thus did the whore of babylon make herself drunk with the blood of the saints and the martyrs of jesus take note of the contrast of the features of the whore of the roman catholic church and the bride of messiah these prophecies present two broadly contrasted women in cities They're not two disconnected visions in Revelation, but a pair associated not by likeness, but by contrast. The Church of Rome, the Bride of the Antichrist's Beast, is called Babylon the Great. The Ecclesia of Messiah, the Saints, the Bride of the Lamb, is called Holy Jerusalem. Revelation 17.1 says, And there came one of the seven angels, which had the seven vials, and talked with me, saying unto me, Come hither, I will show unto thee the judgment of the great whore that sitteth upon many waters." Revelation 21, 9 says, And there came unto me one of the seven angels, which had the seven vials full of the seven last plagues, and talked with me, saying, Come hither, I will show thee the bride, the lamb's wife. Revelation seventeen three says, So he carried me away in the spirit into the wilderness, and I saw a woman sit upon a scarlet-covered beast, full of the names of blasphemy, having seven heads and ten horns. Revelation 21:10 says, And he carried me away in the spirit to a great and high mountain, and showed me that great city, the holy Jerusalem, descending out of heaven, of God. Revelation 17:4 says, And the woman was arrayed in purple and scarlet, and decked with gold and precious stones and pearls, having a golden cup in her hand full of abominations and filthiness of her fornication. Revelation 19:8 says, And to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen, clean and white: for the fine linen is the righteousness of the saints revelation seventeen five says and upon her forehead was the name written mystery babylon the great the mother of harlots and abominations of the earth revelation twenty one two says and i john saw the holy city new jerusalem coming down from god out of heaven prepared as a bride adorned for her husband revelation seventeen six says and i saw the woman drunken with the blood of the saints and with the blood of the martyrs of jesus Revelation 24 says, And I saw the souls of them that were beheaded for the witness of Jesus, and for the word of God, and which had not worshipped the beast, neither his image, neither had received his mark upon their foreheads, or in their hands, and they lived and reigned with Christ a thousand years. Revelation 17:9 and 18 combined says, The seven heads are seven mountains, on which the woman sitteth. And the woman which thou saw is that great city which reigns over the kings of the earth. The church of the antichrist, these popes had her origin at the seven-hilled city of Rome. And from there, it branched forth into all the world. Contrast that with the Ecclesia of Messiah had her origin in the city of Jerusalem. And from there, it spread forth into all the world. She is called Heavenly Jerusalem. So we can see the contrast between the two cities. The two churches, one of the Antichrist, one of Messiah, played out throughout Revelation. What's interesting is when we go back to Messiah's parable of the tares. So the Roman Catholic Church is the tares. Messiah's church is the wheat. Messiah said, let both grow together until the harvest. And in the time of the harvest, I will say to the reapers, gather the ye together first the tares and bind them in bundles to burn them, but gather the wheat into my barn. So this is the dull narrative of the Ecclesia of Messiah and the Church of the Antichrist Beast Popes, which validates that Babylon the Great is the Roman Catholic Church. So again, in another video, I pointed to Simon Magus, Simon the Sorcerer, really starting the mystery of iniquity, proclaiming to be a disciple of Messiah, going to Rome, and laying the foundation for what became the Roman Catholic Church. So there's your tares. That led to Constantine, which took it further, created Romanism, and the tares church continued so that narrative has played out from the first century until messiah returns and then when we see the judgment of the harlot church where she's burned it matches up with messiah saying that the tares will be gathered and burned first right That'll happen first in the end times. So the office of the papacy, the popes of Rome, fulfill Bible prophecy as the little horn of Daniel 7, the son of perdition, the man of sin of 2 Thessalonians 2, and the antichrist beast of Revelation, who leads the harlot church of Rome, which is called Mystery Babylon the Great. When you consider the detailed description in Revelation 17 and the whole narrative of the book of Revelation, there's no mistake in the harlot woman called Mystery Babylon the Great and who leads her. She has proclaimed that she is a church based in the city of prophecy, Rome, this great city of seven hills. In her hand is the golden cup of abominations, which represents her symbolically carrying out the Babylonian mystery religion. She is an apostate church used by the Antichrist beast, popes to mislead the world with a false gospel and to persecute the saints of Messiah's ecclesia. In the next video, I'll show you how the Babylonian priesthood was reborn with the popes of Rome. Thank you for listening to this Revelation Timeline Decoded audio. You can request a free copy of the Revelation Timeline Decoded summary PDF or order a printed copy of the book, which explains it in detail, at revelationtimelinedecoded.com. I love y'all. Shalom.